the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Tiffany Smith, Chief Executive Officer of the Texas Kidney Foundation, and I'm here to talk to you about your kidney health. Health is the most important asset we possess. COVID-19 has exposed the unhealthy nature of our population. One in three Americans are at risk for chronic kidney disease. In absolute numbers, that translates into about 600,000 San Antonians. Have you been diagnosed with diabetes? Have you been diagnosed with hypertension? Do you take blood pressure medicine? Do you have heart disease? Have you experienced heart failure? Do you have a history of dialysis or kidney failure in your family? If you said yes to two or more of those questions, you need to come and see us. Are you a part of that one in three? Is your sister? Is your brother? Is your mother? Texas Kidney Foundation offers free screenings. All you have to do is go to our website, www.txkidney.org. Check out our free screenings. You can either come to our office for an in-office visit, or we can come to you. You can schedule a screening or go to a screening near you. Welcome to On the Record with Tiffany. There are heroes throughout San Antonio, men and women that go the extra mile to make lives better. During the next hour, you'll be inspired as we introduce you to these unsung heroes. And now here's your host, Tiffany Jones-Smith. And we're back with another episode of On the Record with Tiffany here on 930 AM, The Answer. And we can also be seen on the African-American Network television, where we have a local feel with a global reach. And today I am here with one of my favorite guests, Mm -hmm. Laura Thompson, the creator of TAN TV. Hey, Tiffany. How are you? Uh, Feeling feisty and fabulous, just like you. (laughs) Watch it, watch it. (laughs) So, Laura, it's Black History Month. Okay. And I cannot think of a greater current black history maker than you. Everyone that I know, and I know you don't like being referred to that way, uh, but you really have blazed the trail here in San Antonio and far beyond San Antonio uh, in terms of, of uh, marketing and television uh, for, with a focus on the black audience. Yes, I, yes, yes. So, yeah, and uh, there wouldn't be shows like On the Record with Tiffany if it weren't for you blazing a trail before all of the rest of us. You know, I I don't have to do the hard work that you've done. (laughs) (laughs) I get to to walk in behind you after you kick the door open. (laughs) So I wanted our audience to know about you because... Uh, some of what you did, you've been seen not just by uh, the African-American community, but by the American community at large as a unifier. And some of what you're doing right now speaks to that. So I, I want you to tell us, like, one, how did you envision TAN? Where did, where did TAN come from? Because it's not the, you know, it's a, it, it's a completely different concept. It's not the average idea. Well, um, I used to watch TV like all of us did, and I didn't really see a lot of African Americans in key positions or in front of the camera positions. I really didn't know about the behind-the-scenes part of it, but um, I know when I would go to, to concerts in different places, there were always um, non-African-Americans that were engineers and that, you know, worked uh, behind the scenes to make things happen. Um, and so I just wanted to 
uh, create something where um, we owned it and, mm-hmm. you know, we can showcase our, our talents and our, our, our stories, tell our stories and reveal our stories uh, on a platform that was designed just for us to do that. So you wanted to create your own for us, by us, <laughs> in television. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that little FUBU name stuck around, didn't it, FUBU? Mm-hmm. There's yeah. FUBU television, too, mm-hmm. now. Awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but you were the first who, who came out with the idea that we could have, have a television network that was this kind of network. Because we, we've seen... We've seen uh, other cookie cutter versions of of a television network, but it's not the same kind of content mm-hmm. that you have. I used to talk to the people with like Black Planet mm-hmm. came out the same time as as I had the idea about uh, the African American Network, mm-hmm. and so we would talk to each other. We were just both brand new, uh, both um, you know. I had a website. Uh, at the mm-hmm. place that I worked, they they gave us a free website, so that was my website. Mm-hmm. It's the African American Network, um, and Black Planet had their website, and they did news about you know different um, things that related to African Americans. And then there was another one too um, that came out all around the same time. I think Black Planet, uh, one of them, Huffington Post bought. It was mm-hmm. Black Voices, I think maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Huffington Post bought those, but they weren't uh, they weren't designed for television. They were just a, a news outlet uh, online. And wow! So, so we talked a little bit about our, you know what our visions were, and you know some of it stuck, and some of it didn't. Some of them got bought out, which is Black Voices, I think, is the name of that site. They got bought out by Huffington Post. And so now that's why you see, I think it's Huffington Post Black, because mm-hmm. <laughs> they do the black news. Yes. Well, that's, that's a little bit, you know, and that's part of what I'm saying about, about you and what anyone can see about, about what you've done is that you've been around for a long time. So before um, we, see, we saw this iteration of the Internet with, with YouTube and and everybody starting their own little version of of uh, of news, uh, you started out with the first set of people mm-hmm. yes, doing I'm internet. Like a, a pioneer. That's right. In, You've in, been a pioneer in, in the in uh, in this space in digital media. You've been a, a pioneer in digital media. So what was that, what has that been like for you? What is it, you know, when you see all of the others falling off, how have you maintained your longevity? Mm, I just don't give up. <laughs> I just, um, I don't know. When it, when it doesn't work or it appears that it doesn't work, I, I make it work. Um, I'm just like anybody else, you know. Sometimes no, I'm don't stop, stop it. Well, I'm not finished. <laughs> you know, I, I, sometimes I feel, you know, like giving up or not wanting to do it. But I, then I wake up the next morning with all these ideas. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's gone. Or, or, or either I talk to somebody <laughs> that same day, and the next minute I'm back on track. So, um, but it's just something that um, I think is needed. Uh, I think it's important that that um, there's a space for uh, primarily African Americans to to share their stories, and we help you to reveal those stories and provide a platform to stream those stories and and broadcast those stories. And so, um, what's your support system like doing something as massive as as Tan TV? So when you say support system, I mean you? your personal support system. Like, like wh- who do you rely on uh, when, in those moments when you're like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sick of this. I don't feel like doing this right now. So I have this alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you're Sasha Fierce. <laughs> <laughs> and so that alter ego is the fabulous, friendly, feisty, fierce <laughs> person that, that you see, that, that, that's the face you see. Uh, it may not necessar- necessarily be what I'm going through at the time, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just believe in what, what I do, and I believe in possibilities. I believe uh, that dreams come true, and but you got to work. Um, I had a book called On My Way to the Top, and one of the the statements in the introduction was I dreamed of all of the things I wanted to do, but I didn't dream of the work that it would take <laughs> to get there. And TAN TV has been probably the, the hardest thing that I've ever done uh, because there's so many different uh elements to making it work. Um, but I've been thinking over the weekend, and it's I've kind of broken it down, and it's not, I've just been getting off track from what what the mission and the purpose of TAN TV is. But uh, I've been thinking over the weekend, and it's, it's only a few pieces to it, and if I would just focus on those few pieces, uh, I would. I wouldn't feel like running away. <laughs> <laughs> or like you're walking into the room, with, running through the room with your hair on fire. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Um, and that's the truth about a lot of things, like the systems of it. When you get down to how do you make something work, systems, that's how mm-hmm. you get it things to work and focus. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, um, an H-E-B. You know, you know, you mm-hmm. you get it, you get the food, it has the price on it. You know, you, <laughs> after you finish, you have a basket, you go and you check it out and that's it. And then they have a financial system on the back end that, you know, calculates everything and and determines what the profit is. You know, they have they, their employees and the, those employees mm-hmm have to have do a certain thing a certain way. All the food is coded, and so mm-hmm. they scan it. So it's just a, it, you're right, it's a system. Mm-hmm. And once you, once you <coughs> put that system in place, you're off to the races. Mm-hmm. Because the, gener- the most difficult part of any business, you already have down, and that's the vision and the idea generating. That's the most difficult part is being cutting edge, being on the, the cusp of what's happening, you already have all that. It's just the systems. I, I'm, every time I look at 10 TV, I'm like, where are we going to be in five years? <laughs> in five and minutes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, because visionary leadership is not easily uh, come by especially in, in this day and age, because so much of funding and uh, what is acceptable, quote-unquote, is based on what's already been done. So everybody wants to, to duplicate what's already been done. They want the next, they want it to be the, the next BET the next exactly like this one, just a little bit, a little teeny tiny bit different, but not too much different. Mm-hmm. How do you overcome that with, with what you're in your head when people are trying to put you in this same box? Mm, I, don't, I don't know that they are. They, they, they probably are. I don't know. Um, but um, there's billions of people in the world, and so um, the people that that like the content that we have to offer will gravitate to it. Um, you know, we can look at analytics and tell who's watching and and when they're watching and and what they're watching, um, and so we can use those analytics to create more content that that people like. Mm-hmm. But you know, people have so many choices um, these days that. You know, only a few get those, you know, millions and millions and maybe billions of, of subscribers or, or mm-hmm. views. Um, and so, um, you know, you just have to be authentic. Um, 
come up with good stories. A, a lot of people like the stories that we're we're putting out. I've run into people, even a, a lady at H-E-B in line. She asked me what I did, and I told her I was um, the creator of a digital television network. Mm-hmm. And I was telling her about the partnership with Fox and, and um, NBC. And she was saying, well, what kind of content? And I told her, and she said, I heard about that. Uh, she said, can y'all do, it was the, the set it off senior style. <laughs> and she said, can y'all do something for, for single parents? I'm, I'm sure they can. I'm sure, the, I'm, I'm sure the rules apply to single parents, too. Mm-hmm. But she said, no, but specifically, she said, I would never marry a man that had kids. And I said, well, do you have kids? She said, yeah, I have four of them, but I wouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't so marry funny. somebody. I said, oh, okay. But she said, but I saw that on, on uh, Fox and WOI. And, and see, said, that— So you don't never know who's watching. When you're looking for content— how can people get to you and talk to you about content? Do you have a, a place where you're you're screening um, that, screening content ideas? Um, not really. It's not really in place yet. That's back to those systems. But people, um, I might see something on social media that catches my eye, and I'll reach out mm-hmm. to them. Or in most cases, people reach out to us. Mm-hmm. And so they reach out to us in our messenger box on our uh, either Instagram or or Facebook uh, or uh, our info um, at tan.tv email address. Uh, or they'll reach out to me on, on my personal. They'll be in my <laughs> personal messenger box. Just So it just depends. So in terms of content, because your content, just in, just since the last time we've interviewed you, your content has changed. You've increased your your content dramatically. You've got Bees Buzz. You've got, I mean, you've added so many things. JR knows it all. Mm-hmm. She I'm, thinks she knows it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but JR knows it all. It was a, a six-episode series, a season. And um, it just finished. They can people can still binge it. It's still mm-hmm. it's still online. Um, they have some other shows coming up that they're filming right now. They they they're filming the second season of that. Jr. knows it all. So um, then we have a guy that <clears throat> he's he's from Dallas, but he moved to Oklahoma, and he has a, 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 a episode or season coming out with episodes called Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's so what's be, that about um i really can't say yet, really can't <laughs> say yet. but it's it's about some some young men that, that grew up in the same neighborhood but they went in different directions and mm-hmm. um life happened and they you know they got back together and started doing some of the things that they did when they were younger Oh, that sounds like that sounds intriguing, and like it might be fun to watch. <laughs> so we'll see. That one's supposed to come out in April. The name for sure draws you in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have another. We have a podcast called Overcoming, coming out in March. Well, the name says it all on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lady uh, that has she's dys- dyslexic, mm-hmm. and. The lady, the, her partner that's on the podcast with her, her co-host, uh, she works with students that have dys- dyslexia. And so they want to tell the, the story about, they want to, she want, the lady wants to tell her story about what it's like to have dyslexia. Mm-hmm. And the other one is talking about how to, de- how to identify it and, you know, how to work with, with kids and people that have dyslexia. So. And that's a huge, uh, a huge problem, mm-hmm. dyslexia. But they call it overcoming because they're mm-hmm. going to talk about overcoming other topics. They started off with just the idea of doing dyslexia, but then they decided that they would do other topics that people overcome that have problems with dealing with. They they may have problems dealing with. That's good. That's you know, if right now in this time everybody could use some hope. You know, so that sounds like a very but in terms of your your content, you literally go across the board because you have news, news shows, and you also have comedy shows. Uh, 
than reality shows with the the uh, senior set it off <laughs> dating. And we have the, the coffee break and sports talk and that's right in the room. So we have a lot of different. You have a variety of of, of different types of shows to attract different types of people. Now, what made you go after content in that way? Because most people don't, they're not that ambitious, you know, in terms of of this wide variety of content. I, I, I personally have a lot of different interests. I think people have a lot of different interests also. And they, they see things, they see content, a variety of different types of content anyway. They just don't mm-hmm. see content with uh, primarily or predominantly African-American. And so it's, it's, it's from a different perspective. And mm-hmm. just like, you know, any other culture or, or ethnic mm-hmm. group, you know, we all have certain lifestyles and do certain things and need to solve certain problems and so um, I mean, it's no different than any other network, with the exception that it's, the focus is is uh, African American driven. So why? I know you said that when you looked at television, you didn't see faces that looked like like yours and mine. Now that you're changing that. How are you portraying those faces? What are, what are your what are you doing that's different from what we're seeing in some of the other mm. outlets? I was just predominantly African American, but it's it's just just people, you know, telling their stories from their point of view. The world is filled with with all types of different perspectives, and so this is just a, an, another perspective. Uh, uh, de- delivered by a, a group of people that um, you know have they they have the same issues they have dating issues if we talk about mm-hmm. set it off everybody wants to learn how to how to date and wink wink <laughs> get, the, <laughs> get a mate or you know that's something that that. I won't say we're all trying to do, but a lot of people are, mm-hmm. you know, trying to connect and, and find that knight in shining armor or that that uh, Cinderella. So, you know, that's a, that's something that everybody can relate to, but it's just African-American women talking about it. What I love about, about this is that you go beyond, uh, you, you go to different age groups. Because often we we act like if you're not in that that primary demographic that everybody's looking at, uh, eighteen to forty five, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, there a lot of content is made just for 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 that group, mm-hmm. and it's not made for people over forty five. Like like we all just stop dating and stop living. <laughs> right? but it's, it's, you know, there's there's younger people that watch that show mm-hmm. as well because they want to know too. Like what's going they wanna, on? They want to know probably more than the, the seniors. How do I get a mate? How do I get a, a a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband? How do I do that? And it's interesting looking mm-hmm. at other people's lives just period and listening to their perspective is interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what's different about TAN TV, too, is is that, you know, we don't have a lot of commercial breaks. People just, can just go in and watch Um and it's not um, this tight programming mm-hmm. and this this tight time limitation where, you know, people can just go in and, and feel comfortable and watch uh, commercial-free. We hope it's not always like that, but <laughs> <laughs> right now it's commercial-free. So. Well, that's, that, that's changing uh, as, as more and more advertisers begin to jump on board with TAN TV. You've been listening to On the Record with Tiffany and my special guest, Laura Thompson, creator of the African American Network Television, uh, which is expanding all over uh, Texas. Please come back and listen a little bit more because Laura's going to tell us what inspires her 
and how she views uh, Black History Month and herself mm -hmm. as, a, as a trendsetter in the black community across the United States at large. And you've been listening to On the Record with Tiffany on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Tiffany Smith, Chief Executive Officer of the Texas Kidney Foundation, and I'm here to talk to you about your kidney health. Health is the most important asset we possess. COVID-19 has exposed the unhealthy nature of our population. One in three Americans are at risk for chronic kidney disease. In absolute numbers, that translates into about 600,000 San Antonians. Have you been diagnosed with diabetes? Have you been diagnosed with hypertension? Do you take blood pressure medicine? Do you have heart disease? Have you experienced heart failure? Do you have a history of dialysis or kidney failure in your family? If you said yes to two or more of those questions, you need to come and see us. Are you a part of that one in three? Is your sister? Is your brother? Is your mother? Texas Kidney Foundation offers free screenings. All you have to do is go to our website, www.txkidney.org. Check out our free screenings. You can either come to our office for an in-office visit, or we can come to you. You can schedule a screening or go to a screening near you. And we're back with On the Record with Tiffany and here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And we can be seen also on the African American Network Television, where we have a local feel with a global reach. And I'm here with the co-creator, founder of... The co-creator? Oh, no. Co <laughs> okay, let's go back. Let's start over. I ain't trying to what be... What I saying co-creator of what? Okay. And we're back with another episode of On the Record with Tiffany. It can be seen here on, heard on 9.30 a.m. The Answer and seen on the African American Network television where we have a local feel with a global reach. And I am here with the founder and creator of <laughs> the African American Network television, Laura Thompson. Hey, Tiffany. Hey, Laura. Um, so... We've been talking about tan, but I want to switch gears to uh, what you're here for and what you really represent uh, to many of us in the business world and in the media world. And that is a person who has, has blazed the trail for all of us, opened the doors for many women, African-American women, and the concept of, of African-American characters on television, African-American TV from, from our perspective. We see a lot of stuff happening right now racially across the country. What are your thoughts on what we have seen? We've, we've, there's, there seems to be a lot of tension, a lot of racial tension. So what do you think about, about our reactions to this? Mm -hmm. Well, it's an old story. <laughs> I, I think it may be uh, televised more. Plus, we got uh, new generations of people coming up that are seeing things different, um, just like we did when we were mm -hmm. growing up. You know, mm -hmm. um, you know, a few generations before us, there were slaves, mm -hmm. and so, and then we weren't. So, you know, we we. We protested, and you know uh, there was a revolution and an, an evolution of um, African Americans' positions uh, uh, in this country. You know, we mm -hmm. marched and protested, and you know went to a certain level, and it it kind of simmered down. I was doing the civil rights movement, but it kind of simmered down. Uh, but as New generations come up, come about. You know, they watch their parents going through certain things, and I mean, just like myself, I was saying, I'm not, I'm not going through that. I wouldn't be picking cotton. I wouldn't be sitting <laughs> at, the, I sit at the front of the bus. I wouldn't be doing this. And so, mm -hmm. 
it keeps bubbling up. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's, um, it's always kind of been focused on uh, black and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, primarily, I think, because of, you know, the, the, the story that's been told uh, and the, 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 the way that, that African Americans uh, have worked and come up in this, in this country. So we, mm-hmm. we're viewed by kind of like the past, you know, but the young people are not really having it. And so, you know, they stand up. Um, but it's, it's, it's an old story. It's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a power struggle, I think. Um, I think race is just a, a basically a, a, a power struggle. But, but we, we don't really look at the, the, the people side of it. And so mm-hmm. the media, and me being in the media and, you know, kind of understand that they kind of craft these stories on certain situations, and so that that same story continues, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like it, it runs, and so that's that's what it's 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 shaped our beliefs about who we are and and who other people are, you know, by what we see on TV. Our relationships outside of the media uh, sometimes is not necessarily like that mm-hmm. at all, except for people that kind of thrive on it. But it's, mm-hmm. it's not, the, the world is not. But the reality really. is the world is not black and white. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's, I love talking to you personally. Uh, and that's part of the reason why I, I like having you on and asking questions because uh, the way that you think is vastly different from the average person. And it's something that we all could use hearing, you know, because one, you know, it's visionary thoughts, but it's, it also like all of a sudden just pulls you out of, out of the think tank that, Mm -hmm. that we've all been, because like what you were saying, there's a story that's crafted and everyone just follows down the line of the sto- the storyline. No one says, wait a minute, but when I'm interacting with Bill over here, my next-door neighbor, we get along great. It's not a... The, the division that we're being told exists between all of us mm-hmm. is not there. Right. It's like we, we sneak and have these private <laughs> relationships and friendships with people, mm-hmm. but publicly, you know, we have to... We have we have role. our our roles, right? Um, so it's um, but everybody's just people. I was just thinking back to to high school and college where I had, you know, just people that I liked. I won't I mm-hmm. I, I, I shun from saying friends because I don't really know what that mm-hmm. means. But people mm-hmm. that that I associated with mm-hmm. and that I that I liked were not all African Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, they were white. They were Hispanic. They were Asian, they were black, they were just people that you liked. <laughs> that I liked, and so I didn't. Um, um, but I, I grew up as a proud African American mm-hmm. young girl and young woman, and now uh, a seasoned woman. I I, I'm, I, I still um, have a great connection to who I am as an African American woman. Mm-hmm. But I like all t- all kinds of people. And you know, not that I'm best buds with with everybody in the world, but you know, I there's something about everybody that you can like or dislike. You know, it just depends on what you put the spotlight on. But still, you know, those those are sometimes um, private relationships, mm-hmm. and then you know, the the public relationships. Or you know, in the workplace, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're in the the healthcare system. They're in they're just in these different pockets. Uh, they're in neighborhoods, mm-hmm. so you know, it just uh, so we've created these stories about who's good and who's not good, 
publicly, you know, who's who's smart and who's not smart, you know, mm-hmm. all of those things. We've created, you know, those those scenarios or stories because that's, that's all they are, stories that we created. But we created beliefs and look at, just just look at, at COVID for, for example. You know, before probably January 2020, you know, we hadn't heard of COVID. You know, now mm-hmm. it's a norm to, to wear masks. Uh, you know, some people don't want to, you know, and, and that's okay, I guess. But, you know, and, you know, you, the, the vaccination came up. And so it's this, this, this story, these stories change mm-hmm. the way we live and the way we look at life and the way we look at people. And so that's, that's just an example of, of what, what mass media can do is, mm-hmm. is um, you know, not that it's a true story or not a true story. It's just, you know, they craft the belief that, you know, if you don't do certain things, this is going to happen. If you're this mm-hmm. kind of person, this is, this gonna is you're not going to be accepted over here or, or you may be great. Uh, like I saw... Um, and when um, you say we, you're talking about mass media, mm-hmm. because They're just people, yeah, mm-hmm. mass media form helps us to shape those those um, opinions and views. And so, that's why it's so important that that we're that we we're mindful of that. You know, and, and so you know, we create uh, another. That's why all of these different types of mediums are coming out. You know, like YouTube, where you can have mm-hmm. your tell your own individual stories. So, you know, the the a lot of a lot of the smaller mediums or influencers, mm-hmm. you know, are you know changing the the way we listen to mass media. So, how do you, when you, in relationship to uh, the African American uh, experience? How do you see this, what the media has done in regards to us? Um, in, in, in regards to African Americans? Yes, in regards to, to how uh, we're viewed and how that has shaped, well, in regards to African Americans, how we're viewed. Yeah, well, um, whatever they put on TV about somebody and Whatever story they tell about somebody, that's the way, you know, people view view them. Um, and so there's been a lot of negative things that have been portrayed uh, about African Americans and and are different types of people on the media that leads people to believe if that's if 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 they allow themselves to be programmed like that. To believe that that's how, you know, a certain group of people are, and, and sometimes that's the only information they have. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and here you are with Tan TV, offering a different. And a, a lot of people in that that work in the in the different mediums, you know, they want to hear those positive stories too. Mm-hmm. You know, people have friends that, you know, they know or are. are not bad, like they're mm-hmm. portrayed, but um, you know, even as an as an African American, you know, if you see constantly see stuff on TV, you know, you're subject to say, "Whoa, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, but, I'm gonna need to uh, grab my purse and, right. and move to the other side of the street right. when I see this group of young men coming mm-hmm. along." You know, <laughs> so um, you know, media plays a uh, a significant role, and so with Tan TV, we just wanted to um, show some, show the other side, or some some different types of lifestyles, and provide different types of stories that are real in real mm-hmm. life, but that are not shown on TV. And so, because of that, we have an opportunity. We we have a, a segment on Fox and WOAI's midday shows to you know, uh, allow people to go on and tell their stories to a larger audience. Um, we recently connected with with Austin CBS 
um, and we're going to be doing some of the same things, maybe a little bit different, but we're going to be telling African-American stories on their 6 o'clock news. Um, and we've got an invitation to talk to some some uh, news directors in some other markets, but I won't mention those until they're solid. But but so we're on, on 10 TV and then on, right now, uh, three major networks in Texas. That's a very significant thing. And and from what I can see, the uh, the impetus behind it and what they're seeing is is the unifying way you're presenting African Americans. It's a it's a an uplifting experience to look at at Tan TV and see all of the different interactions there, mm-hmm. and the portrayals are are more of what what I grew up with and what I see in in the community. What it's what we see on the day to day. It's not the uh, the crime and and all this other stuff that people try to portray us as. Although some of the some of the crimes are are real, some of them mm-hmm. are not. But it's just it's just the way it's they're it's portrayed. portrayed. Yeah. But um, so we just have an opportunity to to you know help people to reveal their stories on multiple platforms, and some of them are major networks. Yes, mm-hmm. and I love the way that you uh, you. Tan never takes other people out. You don't have to take somebody down in order to lift us up. It's always mm-hmm. it's um it's beautiful the way that that just real life is being portrayed on Tan as opposed to um what we see in in a lot of other markets cuz I don't I don't think that that uh there's anything like that in any other ethnic um market right now because what we see portrayed on on uh network television isn't even what regular people are living like to begin with <laughs> I know it's funny so it's just um um what we provide is is it's entertainment mm-hmm. but it's but it's still real life it's not um like made up scripted stuff mhm um and it's what people are moving towards it's it's what uh interest is trending towards mm-hmm. so it's i mean i've watched it i've watched media period television radio you can't watch radio, but you can listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, everything is um, uh, it's it's driven by still major networks and entities, but mm-hmm. uh, some of the content is driven by influencers, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, and people like you, just like with with the the situation you are in with your radio show. You know, you're you're plugging into a larger entity uh you uh and it makes you have a bigger voice because mm-hmm. you reach more people so and that's you know a lot of network television is now starting we're starting to see them being influenced by the influencers of course where there's this because there's, there's those people have followers mm-hmm. so people are drawn to people that have followers <laughs> well, there's a reason why people have followers. It's because they're they're saying something that those individuals want to hear mm-hmm. and want. And that they're not hearing yeah. everywhere, and they're portraying they're portraying at least something in in some some part uh, that reflects the individual that's listening. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm thankful for ta- for Tan TV that that we're able to get a voice out there that that reflects the public more than, because TAN reflects us, but it also shows the the other side of our interactions with other groups as well. It's just people. Just people. 
people are people. What What are your thoughts on on uh, Black History Month? Well, I, I this I, Black I, History I, Month, yeah, <laughs> this particular year, this particular year, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of people say Black History Month. I mean, Black History is all year, which it is. Mm-hmm. But I think Black History Month is a very significant month, whether it's the shortest month of the year or not. I think it's it's very significant to be allowed to um, have a group of people showcased, you know, every day for a whole month, although they're making history all year, every mm-hmm. day. And so a lot of people complain about, well, Black History Month is only 28 days or at least 29 days, but... That's that's significant. Yeah, because we're one of the only ethnic groups that has a a month designated to tell uh, our our history. If you if you look at the the I mean, and we're making history every day. Everybody mm-hmm. is, but if you look at um, you know all the other ethnic groups, there's they're not telling history uh, in a specific month. We're his, Hispanic. Heritage Month is is another month, but you know they're not specifically um, a month where a lot of different other groups have an opportunity to to get showcased. And where the nation is, it recognizes that month. Mm-hmm. You know, the entire United States recognizes Black History Month. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it is a time where uh, we are showcased. That's one of the things, you know, our our nation, we talk about, you know, people talk about, tend to talk more about the ills of the nation than they do about about the beauty of the nation. And the real beauty of, of the United States is is our people. All, and all of our different types and, and uh, ethnicities, the glory of our people. And whether our history is a scarred history, everybody's history is scarred. With, with all kinds of, of uh, things that, that didn't quite go right mm-hmm. or weren't good or whatever. Everybody's history is, but it's a part of our history. Mm-hmm. And to have, have our nation recognize us for an entire month is a great thing. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. It's somebody not something fought, to complain somebody, about. Somebody fought for that. You know, somebody, mm-hmm. somebody fought for it and then somebody approved it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a group of people that said, yeah, okay, okay. So that You're means right. we had to work together at some level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's start there and start thinking about that, you know, because really uh, I love what you said about how these are stories. What we, are, what we say to one another and how we treat one another uh, is, oft- is shaped by media, and often that's a story. It doesn't necessarily it's a, it's mean a that sound it's bite. yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's the truth of a situation mm-hmm. or the full truth of a situation. It just means that that works for this particular outlet at this moment mm-hmm. or this it's, this push at this moment. Every story is a campaign. It's just mm-hmm. um, to drive you to do something or to, to give you a, a little bit of information about something. It's, it's, it's just a campaign or a story. So my challenge to my listeners today is create your own story. Create your own campaign around the things that you know to be true, around who you are, because we all have friends of every uh, different ethnic background. Many of us do. Mm-hmm. And we're living a life that is is completely different from what we see on television. We are are enjoying our friends, having difficult conversations, and living it very well together. So let's lift our voices and create our own storyline. Let's not let the rest of the world tell us wh- who we are. Define ourselves, and we'll be much better off. Hmm. Thank you, Laura, for coming on and for uh, talking to us, because I always feel like we get better the more we hear your voice. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you for what you're doing on TAN TV and for sh- showcasing African-Americans 
and how we actually live. <laughs> Which just like every other American. <laughs> um, just with, with a, a whole lot of style. But <laughs> thank you for coming on and for sharing your life and your story with us. And I expect that you'll be on again so we can listen to more of your life. Because you, it's, it's like digging into uh, um, history, like going to the Smithsonian uh, for African-Americans when, I, mm-hmm. when we get to sit down and talk to you. So I, I appreciate you for coming on. Well, thank you, and thank you for having me on on the record, <laughs> Tiffany, for the record. <laughs> and you've been yeah. listening to On the Record with Tiffany on 9.30 a.m., The Answer, and we can be seen on the African American Network television where we have a local feel with a global reach. You all stay safe, and remember, it's Black History Month. Go talk to somebody that you've never talked to before and make history yourself. You've been enjoying On the Record with Tiffany. We encourage you to share these stories with friends and family. You can listen to other shows by going to 930amtheanswer.com and join us next week for On the Record with Tiffany on 930 AM The Answer. I'm Tiffany Smith, Chief Executive Officer of the Texas Kidney Foundation, and I'm here to talk to you about your kidney health. Health is the most important asset we possess. COVID-19 has exposed the unhealthy nature of our population. One in three Americans are at risk for chronic kidney disease. In absolute numbers, that translates into about 600,000 San Antonians. Have you been diagnosed with diabetes? Have you been diagnosed with hypertension? Do you take blood pressure medicine? Do you have heart disease? Have you experienced heart failure? Do you have a history of dialysis? or kidney failure in your family? If you said yes to two or more of those questions, you need to come and see us. Are you a part of that one in three? Is your sister, is your brother, is your mother? Texas Kidney Foundation offers free screenings. All you have to do is go to our website, www.txkidney.org. Check out our free screenings. You can either come to our office for an in-office visit, or we can come to you. You can schedule a screening or go to a screening near you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.